Welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Michael Braddon. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And I'm joined, as always, by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Balls on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? <laughs> hey, babe, what's going on? Oh, man, it's great to hear your voice. You've been off for a while. Figured you needed mm-hmm. a break. How mm-hmm. you doing, brother? Oh, man, I am good. I am good. We talked a little bit uh, off show here. My wife, she's out of town. So I've kind of kind of reverted back to college days and <laughs> drinking more than I should. I'm, I'm playing these video games. And and uh, I tell you what, man, I'm behind. I'm behind quite a bit here. You know, you take a you take about 10 years off. Video games will pass you by. <laughs> I mean, it is uh, it is not. I need some old school games. So I don't know what's going on there. But it is uh, it's been fun watching um, watching all the news online. You know, I'm keeping up with the coaches. I mean, I've been watching it. Great shows, Mike, by the way. And if you guys haven't got an opportunity, uh, I really have enjoyed the last two episodes you guys put out. Uh, fantastic fantastic news and and that's something that we've talked about uh getting a little bit more of in the off season and and having some more guests and you know kind of cutting loose letting her hair down a little bit but uh but we can't do that just yet because we got i mean there's so much damn action right now mike i, I every time i turn on the on the twitters it feels like can, something positive is going out in kentucky i don't know what the hell is going on up there in lexington but them boys are on fire right now yeah so we'll get to that in just a moment shane uh, show topic this week, of course, Christmas right around the corner. So this is we're going to do a early signing day recap on the next episode. We're going to be previewing the Missouri Wake Forest Gasparilla Bowl, but then we're going to be off for Christmas. So what better time, Shane, than to talk SEC? What gifts Santa will be bringing to each and every <laughs> SEC team? We love to hit on all 14 teams as much as possible. So we thought it would be a fun idea. Christmas right around the corner. How's that sound, buddy? That sounds awesome. So kind of kind of break down what we're doing here. Uh, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. He's going to hit every <laughs> single school, and, and what he's bringing with him is something to make your program better. Is that basically what we're doing today, Mike? Right, and it could be – you know, just about anything. Could be a coach, could be a quarterback, could be, you know, position group, whatever. Whatever yes. your program needs this Christmas, Santa is coming to town. He's going to deliver the goods. <laughs> I love it, Mike. I'm, I, I, I'm just – I'm probably going to lean in hard on your list because Mike <laughs> has had plenty of time to think this thing. Uh, to be fair, I should have had time. Uh, Mike gave me plenty <laughs> – <laughs> Gave me plenty of heads up, and I was at the last minute. I'm like, oh, is that today? So uh, we're going to see what happens here. But I love the idea. Uh, tis the season. And, you know, this is kind of when you're – you know, you may not have the season you wanted, but you keep saying to yourself, if we get A, B, and C, we're going to be in such great shape next year. And I know it's not just my team. It's your team. It's every team. But if ABC happens, then we're going to be making a run, it feels like. So uh, I'm kind of curious to see what you came up with today, Mike. And right before we get to that, though, Shane, I do want to uh, – we got to get to the big news. There was there was just a couple quick news items, one more impactful than anything else. Let's start there. 
in Lexington, Shane, because Santa mm-hmm. done already come to Lexington because <laughs> they landed NC State transfer quarterback Devin Leary. He officially yep. committed on Tuesday, Shane, and right before we start recording, he is officially signed. So this is not a deal where he can back out and go to yep. another school or anything like this. And this is a guy that uh, has been NC State's starting quarterback for multiple seasons. Stephen Lassen, friend of the show, of course, rated Devin Leary as the number one quarterback in the transfer portal, and he's not alone. Many people have this guy. Uh, I think this year he was a little banged up, but the year before, something like 35 touchdowns, and I think he had five interceptions. I mean, this is an elite, elite player coming to Lexington, and that ain't all, Shane. They got Ray Davis, too, outstanding running back from Vanderbilt, was number four in the SEC in total rushing yards, and that is even more impressive when you consider, you know, at at times they were, uh, you know, it was difficult to pass the ball. Let's just... Mm-hmm. Put it kindly there for the Commodores. So teams knew that Ray Davis was coming, and yet they could not stop him. Uh, I think this is a hell of a, a one-two punch here now that we got in Lexington. Devin Leary, Ray Davis teamed up with these receivers we already had. I realize the offensive line is, is still a work in progress, but with Liam Cohen back running the offense, my God, Shane, it's it's going to be the summer of love up there on this show talking about that Kentucky Wildcats. How about it? Man, I tell you what, Mike, I, I had to mute BBN there for a little bit because it seemed like every <laughs> single time I was scrolling down, there was something else positive coming from Lexington. And, and it's it's – I mean, you got to be on cloud nine right here, Mike. I mean, this is something you talked about. You know, where do, where do they go from Will Levis? You say, well, you get in the portal and you find yourself another quarterback. Right. You find yourself another coordinator. You know, uh, this is what the team needs uh, other than offensive line, which I'm sure Santa's going to get to that one shortly. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, brother, they, they're showing you that, that – this is legit. This ain't this ain't your Papaw's Kentucky, man. This ain't oh man, we had a chance with Tim Couch. Now we got to wait four more years to develop somebody. You know, it, it, there is none of that. You you go into the portal, you fix what your problems are, and you come out the other end. You know, running for an SEC East title. So I think this is huge, huge, huge uh, for the, for Kentucky, uh, and, and more importantly, Mark Stoops. You know, which toward the tail end of the season, you know, there was the rumor mill that uh, he was on a hot seat so what do you do you go out and you fix what was broken right and we you know we'll have plenty of time to break that down Shane I'm going to uh, I gotta wait till these actual bowl games are done and everything but I'm gonna go back and watch every single throw that I can find Devin Leary through at NC State to give a full recap of, of my impression of what Kentucky is getting so look for that sometime in January to drop But uh, one other just real quick, Shane, and this is just kind of noteworthy because he's an SEC name going to it from one SEC school to the other. Trey Knox, former Arkansas tight end, Mm -hmm. jump ship to South Carolina to to follow Dow Loggins, the new offensive coordinator there in Columbia. So South Carolina had two tight ends hit the portal leave. Now they bring in an experienced uh, quality tight end here to campus, he feels an immediate need for the Gamecocks. You know what? It's it's crazy. It always feels like when, when you're talking about South Carolina and Beamer and company, there's always that, well, should we panic 
right now? You know, because sometimes it felt like a fire sale. Right. And then you're like, well, just hold off. Just hold off. That's the thing, uh, you know, um, Pittman talks about here in a little bit. I don't know if you played that clip yesterday, but, you know, if you if your wife leaves you, you go out and you get you a new wife, you know, and that's kind of what that's kind of what South Carolina's doing here. You lost your tight ends? Well, let's go get the best one of the best ones that's in the portal right now. Mm-hmm. So don't panic. This is uh this is gonna be a ebbs and flows, man. This this is a fluid situation, and that's not just South Carolina. That's every team in the SEC. Right. Yeah, it, it's quick. It's funny how quick it goes from doom and gloom to, yeah. my God, we're winning the East. You know what? Well, why would you want to play for that coordinator? You know, and then, all, oh, man, well, look who we got. Knox, <laughs> baby. You know, I, I think Knox is a better receiver than than uh, uh, Bale and uh, what's the other kid's Stogner. name? Stogner. Yeah. Well, I. Okay, let's let's don't get too carried away. Let's don't have the parade yet, but I do like Knox and I like the potential. Right, uh, the kid has a, 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 I think a tall tall ceiling. Mm-hmm. All right, Shane. So hey, show topic here: SEC Santa's coming to town. Let's start with Alabama. I think you're gonna love this one, Shane. What mm-hmm. does Alabama need to fix their ales? Offensive coordinator. Get rid of both these <laughs> damn coordinators, Bill O'Brien, Pete Golden. See your ass on to another job. So I think we're just waiting for the Sugar Bowl. I don't. I don't know that they're both going to be gone, but certainly, gotta yeah. believe Bill O'Brien is going to be gone. I don't know where he's going. He's rumored for every single job. It's it's wild how all these guys that are rumored for these jobs, Shane, never get them. It gives you an indication <laughs> if they're really candidates or if they're just their agents trying to drum up some interest. But I bet you Bill O'Brien, he'll be a tight end coach or a quarterback coach or something in the NFL because I don't think he'll be back in Tuscaloosa. Uh, thoughts on that one? Yeah, I am curious uh, where he goes. It, it wouldn't surprise me if he gets a small college gig somewhere out west where we've never heard of a school. You know, that's typically what happens. Get out there. But, I, I you know, I think Alabama – they tried something different. It didn't work. And and Nick Saban, he's at the point of his career where he ain't got time to just sit around and, and, and try to coach these guys up. If you can't get it, you're out. So I definitely expect some changes on both coordinators here. And uh, I think that is immediately going to improve things down in Tuscaloosa. Right. Now, how about for the Arkansas Razorbacks, Shane? I think they just got to do exactly what they did last offseason – they lost Traylon Burks. We're, sit, we're sitting here saying, well, who in the hell is going to be catching passes from KJ? Mm-hmm. They go to the portal. They get Jadon Hazelwood. They get Matt Landers, two of the SEC's top receivers. They got them out of the portal, but they're out of eligibility. And, of, of course, we just mentioned Trey Knox. He's off mm-hmm. to South Carolina. So we need to just repeat what we did last year, Shane. Bring in some receivers ready to play. This coaching staff has proven they can get guys in here and they can get them up to speed quickly. I know they've got some talent still on that roster. Keetron Jackson also hit the portal. So, I mean, we're looking at a total rebuild of the receiving core, which is yeah. obviously not not what you want, but they've this staff has experience uh, doing that and doing it successfully the next season. So, uh, they, they have got to get some receivers in here. So Santa comes to town and he drops off some, some, some receivers here. I mean, did you give pause anywhere to the defense side of the ball? I mean, was there, was there any hesitance or was it, Hey, we just got to get KJ some, some athletes around him. Oh no. I mean, we really need some linebackers if we're Arkansas, 
you know, with Drew Sanders off to the NFL, bumper pool out of eligibility. I mean, those are, those are two. I mean, we're talking a consensus All-American right. and the leading tackler in school history. So, yeah, we got gaps at linebacker, defensive back. Obviously, a lot of guys hitting the portal like Jalen Catalan. There's issues there. And their defensive line is probably going to be the strength now next season, but they could use some talent there as well. Yeah, they do need help all over that defense, Shane. But that's why they hired Travis Williams because that guy can recruit, <laughs> recruit, recruit. I think uh, he is your Santa on that defensive side of the ball. He, okay. He'll deliver for you. I'm just not, – not that I don't think the, the offensive coaches can't do it themselves. Hell, they just did it. But they, we got to repeat that because I think Arkansas next season, similar to this past year, it's going to be led by the offense. Mm-hmm. And that ain't going to happen if we don't have some some receivers emerge. No. And it's just like uh, like mad, man. <laughs> I know I'm in video game mode, but, you know, <laughs> the first thing I want to do is I want to load up my weapons. <laughs> I want wide receivers. I want running backs. I want a quarterback. And and we just got to outscore them, baby. So, I, I'm, I'm here with that. And, and – you know, it's a it's a fun place, man. It's it seems like it would be an easy sell that you've got, hey, I've got a quarterback coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got all these pieces in place for you. You can come in here and, and make a name for yourself and go on next to the NFL. So right. I, I think it's a it's it's a it's got its own pull to it. So I think that would be a good a good get for uh, Arkansas. Now, how about for Auburn, Shane? I went with, uh, you know, there's a lot of deficiencies on this roster, too. Yeah. Hugh Freeze doing a good job already attacking the recruiting trail, getting a couple flips. They need to land some plug-and-play players on both lines of scrimmage. I think that yeah. is where Arkan, or excuse me, Auburn is at its weakest right now. Mm-hmm. Now, the good news with the transfer portal, we can flip <laughs> this in a hurry, but we, we're losing a ton on both sides, I, I don't have a lot of confidence in the offensive line they got. So they they are doing a good job attacking that already. But uh, you know, th- there's many issues that you could point to uh, on Auburn's roster. But for me, it's got to start in the line of scrimmage. <laughs> uh, do you think that's what Hugh wants for Christmas? You know, just uh, <laughs> no. I, I'm sorry, I, I can't. I, I don't. I'm sorry. I've been drinking all day, so Mike, <laughs> I'm with you here. I, I think, I, I think patience wouldn't be a bad deal either. Right. Um, you know, so one of the thing that Auburn has has really been struggling is they want it now, and mm-hmm. uh, and and with the transfer portal and and Kelly, you know, right down the street taking you to an SEC championship, it's the the pressure's on. But I think that Auburn needs a little time, man. They need a little build, and and yes, they can go in the portal and they can plug and play and fix a few holes here and there. But competitive depth is still something that you've got to build from the ground up. So I think the Plains just needs a little bit of patience down there. So I think that's what Santa needs to drop off. Mm-hmm. Now, how about for the Florida Gators, Shane? Um, again, this is one where a lot of holes on this roster. Certainly we just saw it in the uh, Las Vegas Bowl. That was a disappointing performance. They're killing it. Well, killing it's a strong word, but they're doing a good job in the recruiting trail. I, th- I think they got about 24 stars committed. Very good class coming in, but I want to see them get a big-time transfer quarterback. I think that's the only way to kind of spark next season's roster. And and maybe you could critique it and say, well, hell, they had a big-time quarterback this year, and they, they didn't do much with it, and that's true. But, man, you just can't win in college football without an elite quarterback, and there's not one on the roster now. they they got a true freshman, Jaden Rashada, coming in. Very, very high hopes for him, but – 
again, if you're starting him, we're probably looking at seven, eight wins at the most. And, hell, that's not even supposed to be a good year down there in Gainesville. You know what? Florida. Let me give you a clap there. I am with you, Mike. I I, I would love to see a, a just a, a splash name. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that would help because – you know, that's not going to be the strength of their game. They are not going to be a, a quarterback first team right now. Now, maybe in, later in life, of course, but, you know, you've got, you've got two of the best running backs in the league right now, but they will not get the exposure. They will not get the opportunities or chances if you can't make teams two-dimensional, if you don't, you know, get, get them out of eight in the box, that sort of situation. So, yeah, we need a serviceable quarterback, and I think that's exactly what they want down there in Gainesville. Now, how about an Athens Shane in a program that has it all? <laughs> the only thing I can think to give him Bulldog Shane is an upgraded trophy case because they're about to bring home <laughs> another natty if they can get past Ohio State and whoever they got to face Michigan or TCU in the national uh-huh. championship game. But that was literally the only thing I could think to get them dogs. How about you? God, isn't that sad? Maybe nicer seats down there in their stadium, <laughs> you know, a new decibel system so we can really see how loud it is down. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, dog fans. No, I, I think uh, I, I think they got everything they need right now. Uh, you know, maybe an extension with Kirby or something, or a little bit. You know, maybe um, less coaches poached. How about that? If, if yeah. you know, keep this staff together uh, for a couple more seasons. I think that's what Georgia wants, just to keep. Keep things going the same old, same old, because guess what? It's working. So that's what Georgia Bulldogs want, want another national championship. Obviously, that's going to be a big one, too. And, you know, it'll be fascinating to see this offseason, Shane. I don't want to go too fast forward because, again, they've got some epic games upcoming that uh, we're Mm -hmm. going to have to break down, and and we'll see how those go. But it is going to be fascinating to see how they handle this transition from Stetson Bennett because they got Carson Beck, who's shown – you know, he's not played a ton, but he's got a huge yeah. arm. They got two five-stars uh, sitting behind him. I mean, they, they have got loads and loads of options under center, and that's going to be, you know, the, the probably the story storyline of the offseason down there in Athens, how they handle it, making sure they make the right decision. I have no idea if any of those guys are considering transferring. I'm not putting that out there, but you just – that's kind of the way college football is now. I mean, it, yeah. there's going to be one winner, and then there's going to be two losers in the right. in the competition. Uh, I'm not, not calling them losers, but, you know, whoever yeah. does not get that job, there's probably going to be at least a transfer. So, I, I mean, I can't wait to see how that shakes out. Yeah. No, it's – it's gonna be interesting. I, I you know, always watch. You always enjoy a program being built from the ground up, but it is harder, I would think, to just stay on top of things. I mean, you look at what Alabama's done. I mean, that's been remarkable, but it is not an easy feat when the bullseye is always on you, when your players are always being targeted. And like you said, you bring them in to be numero uno. Well, there's a lot of numero unos on that on that roster. Right. And if they're not getting the ball, they're going to want to leave or they're going to want to go up to the next level. And it's it's a, it's a dance, man. And and the day where you can't just focus on recruiting, but you got to focus on recruiting your own team, uh, I can only imagine the, the sleepless night Kirby has, even though he's had an undefeated season. Right. And, and you know, going back to – I don't want to create drama here, Shane, but we said we, what we just said about Florida, they need a big-time quarterback. Yeah. Remember, the portal 
opens up again for a shorter time after spring practice. So mm-hmm. maybe Georgia, when we see how this quarterback depth chart shakes out, Carson Beck's from Jacksonville. Uh, yeah. Brock Vandergriff and Gunnar Stockton, they're from Georgia, but it ain't that far of a drive to Gainesville. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, one of those guys, who knows? He could be the next Florida starting quarterback. You know what? So what you're saying is <laughs> one of the <laughs> – Oh, click bake marks. Back at it again. <laughs> All right, Kentucky, I already said, Shane, that Santa already delivered their goods. They got Devin Leary. They got Ray Davis. Yeah. But where they need some help, they need this offensive line to return yep. to form. And if they can get that done, I mean, they might legitimately have one of the best offenses in the SEC. That's about the only thing standing in their way. Dude, I'd put whatever I've got left in the NIL collective and I'd track down every fat boy in town and, <laughs> and I'd say, come on down to Lexington. You've got a quarterback. We've got a running back. We've got a receiving core. This place wants to win. This is a football town and we're ready to put some games up. And I think that's where they're at right now. The And and that's where they're going, brother. They're, these, these coaches are on fire right now. I put out that meme earlier yeah. with the hangover crew, you know. We're the best friends. You know, that's what they're doing. They're driving around. All East uh, United States right now, just picking up recruits. So I, I don't think we're done yet. I think we got to hit in the portal. And like you said, if Santa can deliver some offensive line down there, golly, then here we go. The hype train. He'd be coming in. Stoops would be doing his own hype reel with them, uh, with them Viper sunglasses, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and real quick, Shane, you want to shout out Cousin Ollie. He sent me. Uh, a bottle of bourbon. It's nicer than any bourbon I got in my house right now. So just want to say thanks again, Ollie, for sending that Absolutely. on over. And he's, he's well, he gave I, me a I note hope. here, Shane. It says because oh. he knows cousin Shane ain't sharing none of his. Uh-uh. He uh-uh. had to send some my way. How about it? It was so funny because I was going to Nashville and John went out of his way to say, "Hey, you gonna bring some of that that Blanton's over there?" And I was like, <laughs> "No, no, I'm not." <laughs> <You know? laughs> I love you, man, but no, I'm not. And uh, a shout out to Todd too. I, I I've been kind of holding off. Todd finally uh, he sent down his bottle, fantastic bottle, uh, and I, I'm going to showcase that uh, right before the Kentucky game because it is an absolute awesome gem that he's found for me. And uh, so two of my bourbon bets are in, and and uh, you know you're giving Ollie Ollie uh, punctual Ollie. That's one thing. Polly he don't he don't mess around. That button damn bottle was down there the next week. You know, Todd drags his feet a little bit. I get that. You know, it's a tough, it's a tough pull. But Nick, I, I'm looking for him, man. Media days. He better have my bourbon. So uh, then that's three of my bourbon bets. But absolutely uh, excited for those guys up there because they just keep getting great news up up yep. in Lexington. Yep. All right. How about LSU, Shane? What do the Tigers need after winning the SEC West in Brian Kelly's first season? Just stun the college football world, really. Mm-hmm. But Man, they're recruiting like gangbusters, too. Look, they got top five recruiting class, may finish in the yep. top three. But you know what they're missing right now? Hmm. A big-time running back down there in Baton yeah. Rouge. Brian Kelly loves to run the ball. Jaden Daniels was sensational. This, this is not a critique on him, but he was also your leading rusher. And mm-hmm. that speaks to – I mean, they got some quality backs down there. I get it. The offensive line was kind of reshuffled, so some of that's on all those factors. But – Whenever I think of LSU, Shane, I think of big-time running backs. When he, Josh Williams, he's great, second-leading rusher on the team there. But I want to see a big-time running back sporting that LSU jersey. How about you? Yeah, man, I like that. I, you know, I always think about that. I was watching uh, 
hell, 40-year-old Leonard Fournette, I think he's older than I am, you know. It's just like there's been some absolute monsters come through LSU, and we've yep. not – We've not got that. We've been promised it, and nothing against you know some of the the great running backs that have come through here the last few years, but but it's not LSU running back. So you're right. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see a Falk. I want to see a a, a Fernet. I want to see somebody just that you know you could turn around and hand off thirty times, and, and he's going to fall forward three four yards every single time. That's what I want to see. A big back, and and once they get that, I think that's going to make that offense run a little bit better. That's going to help. You want to help Daniels out. Get him some. Give him somebody that can run the damn ball. Yeah. All right. How about for Ole Miss, Shane? I went with Lane Kiffin, the Portal King. <laughs> He's got to keep yeah. that title, Shane. They have got to strike again because mm-hmm. that defense, man, it was like a Swiss cheese defense there at the end of the season. They're they got they've got some depth issues on offense. They've got mm-hmm. some star players, no doubt. But uh, I need to see Lane Kiffin. Striking hot in that portal again. Their their high school recruiting has been taking a couple of hits here coming into signing day. And people freak out about that. But because he's the portal king, I mean, he looks at it. I, I like his strategy a lot more, Shane. Why spend so much time on these high school kids that come in here? You got – they can leave at any time. They're unproven. Or yeah. do you look at college players that have proven something that they've – they want to use their one free waiver to come to play for you. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Ole Miss has to has to do if they're going to get beyond, you know, third, fourth in the West to to hopefully make it to Atlanta under Lane Kiffin. They got to strike and get some more stars out of the transfer portal. I see what you're saying, but I think it needs to change a little bit, Mike. I mean, mm. now now there's a big commitment to being at Ole Miss. There's a big commitment to right. sticking around for a while and you establishing some relationships with some of those local coaches isn't a bad idea, at least your own damn state. Uh, Mississippi State or Mississippi, the state of Mississippi is loaded mm-hmm. with with talent. So you can get if you can build those relationships. I think you can build yourself some pipelines and, and be just as fun uh, with high school kids as you are with college kids. And um, you know, but if I'm if I'm seeing a man and I'm dropping off anything at Lane Kiffin's doorstep, it, it's it's freaking money, man. It is money. <laughs> it's nil money. I mean, you saw it. he loses the recruit. Next thing he does, he tweets about it. This this is a guy that is telling the boosters right now he needs some damn help. He wants to compete with with programs like Alabama and Georgia, and you cannot do that if you don't have the same thing. I mean, some kids are just chasing money, Mike. That's all it is. Right. So um, I, I think if I'm dropping anything off at the doorstep, Lane Kevin's that well, there's a few things I'd drop <laughs> off. But uh, <laughs> but what does Ole Miss fans need? Uh, they need some more money. They need the this, the collectives to really start taking taking off down there in, in Oxford. All right, how about Mississippi State, Shane? Zach Arnett is now our full-time head coach here. They just had a touching memorial there in Starkville. I hope uh, everybody had a chance to watch that. I did on Tuesday on mm-hmm. SEC Network. Just fantastic. But, you know, this may seem cold, Shane, but we got, we got to move on from, uh, you know, under Zach Arnett, and it's not – because, uh, you know, just everybody else is moving on. And yeah, they are making moves. They're stealing. They're trying to steal your dang roster. I mean, this, yeah. this is a cutthroat SEC. What does Santa need to drop off from Mississippi State, Shane? I think he needs to give some wisdom here to Zach Arnett. Because I think 
who Zach Arnett names as offensive coordinator is probably going to define how successful he is as a head coach here at Mississippi State. Because yeah. I got all the confidence in the world in this defense. He's a heck of a defensive coordinator. They're getting a lot of those pieces back. But you also got Will Rogers. You want to keep him happy. You want to name an offensive coordinator that will gel with him. He's got to take his time, make the right decision. That's much more important than making a quick hire. Uh, so who they hire, I mean, it's got to be the right decision. That's what I want Santa to deliver. Bring the wisdom to Zach Arnett to make the right decision at offensive coordinator. Because like I said, I think it defines his career at Mississippi State. Yeah, I, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about this in the offseason, but there was a lot of pressure hires this season and especially for coordinators and mm -hmm. i think of south carolina i'm looking at you texas a&m i'm looking at kentucky yeah. um i'm looking down there now i mean we weren't expecting mississippi state i mean we, we that one was a done deal but obviously losing the pirate you know he wants to keep that job and sometimes that first hire that you make can really backfire on you or it really could it really can make you man it mm -hmm. really can keep you in a position of, of being a, a power five coach for a long, long time. So uh, it's crucial uh, or people are just going to keep walking away and say, well, he's a good defensive guy, mm -hmm. but he's not a head coach. So I think you're right. If you're going to wisdom is, is fantastic. I'd love that uh, wisdom or just a freaking offensive coordinator. <laughs> listen, don't, listen, skip a few steps. Just drop a gym right there in his, in his lap that, that can keep this offense moving. And uh, you know, you don't want to, uh, this program is built to run a certain type of system so you got to be real careful i think i think you hit the nail on the head with the wisdom because you can't you can't bring in a different style coordinator because you don't have time to rebuild that side mm -hmm. now how about from missouri shane there's there's a couple different ways you can approach this one but you know i think when i think of the 2022 missouri tigers and this is i'm not trying to be disrespectful but if they had more consistent better performance from the quarterback position this could have been a hell of a team and you got a lot of the team coming back so brady cook looked like he took a step towards the tail end of the season carry that over to the bowl game maybe he has a ton of confidence going into the offseason santa deliver brady cook being a more uh consistent solid quarterback and i think the missouri tigers are going to be one of the more, more dangerous sleepers in the SEC. Ooh, Mike. You know, I, I'm with you there. I think I think you're in the right area. I think quarterback is definitely an area of concern. But whether it's the portal, whether it's from within, I think there needs to be a little sprinkle of dust and, and somebody needs to step up mm -hmm. and lead the charge here because you want to talk about some fun, exciting wide receivers, buddy. You cannot do it and not mention Columbia and Missouri because they they have got talent around that quarterback. And and if we don't get it by week three or four, they're going to put Eli right back on the hot seat. So yeah. I think this is a very crucial position. And if it is Cook, man, he needs to take the step. Maybe he's, maybe you're onto something there. But if he's not, buddy, we, we need somebody to come in here and, and make some noise because if not, the outside – because the, we will make the noise. Mm-hmm. All right, how about South Carolina, Shane? I think this is a, an easy one. We'll see if you agree. Santa, bring us one more year of Spencer Rattler. One second, Mark. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Santa needs to bring Mike some patience. Putting up with Shane's ass all this time. Um, all right. No, brother. Yeah, who else? What else is there right now? For what we saw the tail end of this season, if that could continue, I, I feel like we opened up a new chapter of, of Rattler's life here. And, and, and he may chase the money, but if they could bring him back, I think that would be an absolute home run hit for South Carolina. Right. I mean, you got all the, the momentum in the world, mm-hmm. man. And if he plays the way – man, well, I don't want to repeat myself. But, I, you know, if he could keep it up, my goodness, Shane. I mean, he could be the SEC's best quarterback next season. Oh, he, yeah. He really could. No, he could. He really could be. And and that could be – and an earlier commitment wouldn't be bad. Right. You know, if you could get this on Christmas and then that way – the portal's still open. Mm-hmm. The recruiting trail's still open. Yep. There's a lot of things. They can build it. That could be a sales pitch that Beamer and company can use while they're out there. So, uh, yeah, Santa needs to deliver that thing by Christmas. And, you know, Shane, real quick, I don't want to go too off the rails here, but this, that's what South Carolina needs. That's what Kentucky needs. Uh, no, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but, you know, to catch Georgia, you got to have a star quarterback. Yeah. And we saw – Tennessee. I mean, that, that's what they had this year, and they nearly they beat Alabama. They, you know, they didn't come close to knocking off Georgia, but hell, they were number one in the college football playoff. This is what can separate a South Carolina, a Kentucky. That's why these quarterbacks are so important. Not really saying anything earth shattering with that comment, but <laughs> without Spencer Rattler, I don't think South Carolina's got a prayer at winning the SEC next season. If that makes sense, with him, you at least got a fighting shot. At least it leaves the door cracked, you know. I mean, right. you can always say, well, I mean, even with Tennessee, you mentioned Tennessee, so I'm going to use that as an example. You know, if if what would have happened if it was a neutral field and it wasn't raining? Yeah, I'm one of those guys, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? What if our receivers weren't beat all the hell by the time they got down there, you know? And maybe maybe what if we caught them week two and we were not a – you know, there's a lot of what ifs. And, that, and obviously that didn't happen, so calm down, dog fans. Enjoy your national championship that's coming to you. I'm just saying – that if the stars were aligned and you've got great quarterback play, you can you can win some freaking ball games. Look at Spencer Rattler. Nobody gave them a snowball's chance in hell in beating uh, Clemson or, or Tennessee, and Lord knows both of them, and they did it because of great right. quarterback play. That wasn't the only factor, but the fact that we got it made everybody else around them better, made the defense better. It gave them more confidence as a receiver. They get, You know, it's just it, – it, it tr- it's a trickle-down effect. So – we're coming in right now, Mike, to a to a twenty twenty. I'm telling you, it's it's a down year. That's what they're all saying right now. Who's where's the quarterbacks? Where's the quarterback? Bryce is gone. You know, KJ came back. Yes, Rogers came back. Okay, maybe Rattler. Okay, so who who where where are quarterbacks? And and this is a year that that those guys can really take a next step and, and be an early Heisman candidate, first round pick. You know. Matlock or Matlock, <laughs> what's his name? Maylock. Is it Maylock? Yeah. Mike Mayock. 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 Yeah, I probably shouldn't even 
I don't know his name, Dave. <laughs> probably talking. But this is when we're going to start hearing the rumor. Right after the draft, yeah. these guys are going to be put on, on the quarterback list and for the NFL. So mm-hmm. I'd love to see him come back. I'd love to see him take that next step because I really do think there is something to work with down there in South Carolina. Not that he can't make it in the NFL, but another year, I, I think that is – sometimes kids get lost in, in the NFL, man, because they don't have time. They don't have time to develop you. There's too much money. It's time is so restricted. I've seen so many quarterbacks get chewed up and spit out. Not just quarterbacks, just other positions because the they just don't have time to develop you up there. And if they don't see it, they're going to get rid of you because there's two or three more guys right behind you that are just as good and closer to, to being able to play. So mm-hmm. I, I think another year would not be a bad move for Spencer. Now, how about the Tennessee Vols, Shane? I think there's a number of different ways you can kind of go with this. We got, you know, an all-time quarterback going on. Yeah. Maybe the best receiving core at one time in school history. Most of those guys moving on. You got some star linemen moving on. But for me, Shane, I got a – I don't want to say the players don't matter because that's disrespectful. But I just got so much confidence in Josh Heupel and his system Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have production. It may not be as good because they were like all-time good, but I think yeah. that the offense will be very good as long as Josh Heupel is there running it and he's got competent quarterback play and he's got Joe Milton and he's got Nico and he's got Tavian Jackson. He, he'll find yep. an answer between those three. So what does Tennessee need, Shane? They need better pass rush, in my opinion. Yeah. The LSU game they dominated, that was a, a key factor. They were all over Jaden Daniels. They dominated yeah. Kentucky. They were all over Will Levis. Uh, that pit game, that was a pivotal game. They knocked the first string out, second string. I mean, they were killing that guy. Tennessee's defense obviously has some issues at times, but they are pretty good, actually, when they have a, a good pass rush. They've got a number of good players here. They may have to get one or two out of the portal, or they just need some of these young guys to keep – progressing and Tennessee should be just fine. So if I'm Santa, if I'm a ball fan, what I'm asking for better pass rush. Cause that'll even make the pass defense better. Cause hell these quarterbacks are going to be running for their lives. You know what? <laughs> now I'm kind of with you, man. Uh, it definitely defense would be my side. Even the secondary, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, if you tell me, Hey, let's just load up the secondary and that way we can put more people at the line of scrimmage to stop the running game or, right. you know, load up and try to attack the quarterback. Uh, either way you slice that thing, it's definitely going to be defense. Cause, uh, just like this season, Tennessee was only good as defense would allow them. And unfortunately there's a few teams that really, really exposed Tennessee balls. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going defense as well. I don't care where it comes from, whether it be pressure up front, whether it be uh, coverage in the, in the back. So, so whichever one it is can be an improvement. If Santa could please drop that off, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> because I'm with you. I think Heupel can take – he's a gamer. He's going to find talent uh, in at the quarterback room. Mm-hmm. Uh, hell, it may not even be on this roster just yet, Mike. Don't be surprised if somebody don't come in. I'm not saying that happens. But, you know, this that, that's how we got Hooker. It's how we got Milton to begin with, you know. Yeah. So, uh, these, these it's, that door's always open. And if somebody comes in and gives this – Tennessee team an opportunity to win ball games, Hopple's going to do it. So I'm not afraid of the offense side. We're going to still get yards, but what we need is better, better defense. Now, how about for Texas A&M, Shane? I mean, I think this is an easy one. We'll see what you think. 
<laughs> Bring me a big time offensive coordinator uh-huh. that will get along with Jimbo, but let you know Jimbo it will respect him enough that he can right. call the plays and just you know we don't have to blow up the offense. We just got to. Mm-hmm. You know, we got all the talent in the world. Just, you know, bring some creativity to it. Bring a little sparkle to it. Bring something that will confuse SEC defenses, and A&M will be right back in the thick of the SEC race. Bring me a big-time offensive coordinator. Mike, I am with you, been with you. Santa, drop it off. The Easter Bunny, drop it off. I don't care what fictional character you want to bring in. Just get rid of what we had because it was not working. Burn that fucking, or I'm sorry, burn that damn play playbook up. I am ready to. I'm ready to just start over. And like you said, it needs to be somebody that has Jimbo's respect. It can't be somebody that he can a pee on, you know, right, to right. just a mouthpiece. We don't need that. We need somebody that can bring something in, uh, a little bit of 22 in Jimbo's system. And and I think we, we've got some – I mean, the weapons are going to be there. Talent's going to be there. I'm watching. They're recruiting like crazy. There's, there's no problem there. It doesn't matter. These guys lose all their games. They're still going to get five-star talent down there. It's set up for them perfectly. They just need somebody to develop that talent. So um, I'm with you. Give me a coordinator all day long. Now, last but not least, Vanderbilt, Shade. I mean, we made huge strides on offense this season. They were just pathetic a season ago. Mm-hmm. Now the off- offense has been the, the strength of that team. I'm flipping it. We need to see that same similar turnaround on the defense. Clark yeah. Lee, that's what he was brought in to do. Big-time defensive coordinator. And it's taken some time, understandably. I mean, it was a train wreck when he got there. But this will be year three under Clark Lee next season. The the depth should be better. The talent should be better. They continue to recruit, recruit, not at an elite SEC level, of course, but a very, very good for their track record. Uh, you know, talent, again, among the elite in the SEC, it's a wide gap. I get it. But should be the most talented team that Clark Lee has had yet to date. So I want to see this defense take a step forward. The offense was enough to get us a couple SEC wins. If we have a competent offense and defense, man, we're cooking. Yeah. We're cooking with something here. Yeah. I do. I love some of the pieces they have. You know, I, I think Santa could just if he could redo the whole system there, that would be ideal because, you know, we talked at the start of the show about our little boy coming up to Lexington. He shouldn't be there. Ray should be down there at Vanderbilt, but mm-hmm. they screwed the pooch here and, and and systematically was not allowed to stay in Vanderbilt, which is one of the best players on that roster, and it blows my mind. So, obviously, that's what I'd love Santa to really do, and I'm going to keep saying that because maybe, maybe one day they'll start taking sports serious over there in Nashville. But until then, Mike – I'm with you. We gotta have some defense. Orgy gone. I need somebody in that backfield. I need some a linebacker to just eat up the the tackles and and just be the captain 
and, and and the just the battle axe over there to to keep them in games because I'm with you. I I think I think they've got some wonderful pieces on the offensive side of the ball. They're going to move the chains. They're going to put points on the board. You know, it is Vanderbilt. They are building something out there, and it's not something that's going to be there next year. It may not be there until the year after, but it is getting better. The program is getting better, and uh, but they, again, similar to Tennessee, they need somebody on defense because this team's only going to be as good as that defense will allow them. Yep. Well, Shane, we delivered Christmas gifts for the entire SEC. I hope our audience gets the gifts they want. I know they won't be getting uh, anything. <laughs> we should have grinched it. Like, what could we take away from the program, <laughs> you know? <laughs> have you seen those videos floating around? No. So these – oh, man, I've I spent way too much time on TikTok. But uh, these <laughs> Grinch videos are hilarious. These Grinch comes in and they – they steal Christmas presents. The kids are crying. They're knocking the trees over. Some of the kids are fighting. I mean, they're, they're emotionally scarring these kids for life, but it is, I am there for it. So, yeah, maybe in the next segment, we just go around and just steal some. Like, I'm going to take this off of Georgia's team and put it on Tennessee. You know? Well, yeah, I, I will be n not a part of that. I can guarantee you, Shane. I'm trying to keep the people happy. Not trying to grinch up at Christmas, but uh, I think that's a perfect note to go out on. You got anything else before we hop off the line? No, Mike. Again, great, great hearing from you again. And uh, listeners, if you if you've missed a couple of the other episodes, be sure to download and listen to those. Uh, bear with us uh, during the holidays. You know, it gets a little dicey, but we're going to try to get content out to you every single day um, so that you guys at least have something to listen to if you want to escape the family because they're all coming in, you know. <laughs> all those bastards are showing up and they got their hands out. <laughs> yeah, don't forget. So we'll have a, an early signing day recap on the next episode. We'll be previewing Missouri's bowl game and then. Um, until the actual game's played, we'll do a recap of that. I'm going to try to do a live recap. Uh, but beyond that, that's all the shows we got lined up for this week. I appreciate you. As always, Shane, I appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out. We'll catch you on the next one. <laughs> See you guys. Go Vols. Bird Christmas. Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the pirate, and the pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.